Sometimes you might feel trapped between the right and the left. No one listens when you say taxation is theft. But there's a place where people know harsh government brings tears. So grab some blue and Adrena Chrome. Let's make the timeline weird. Friends against government. Friends against government. Shit, I don't want to. I don't want Bird either. Yeah, I'm listening. Cool. I I don't want to. I don't want to like t- uh, talk about too much of this stuff off the air. I've been um, recording. I didn't. I just oh, you've been say recording anything. now. Yeah. When I make, came in, I was like, I can't interrupt this. <laughs> I saw when you came in. Make sure uh, that we. Well, make sure that we don't release anything because N Block was talking about uh, like his background and stuff like that. So okay. we just make sure that I'll start it. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah you, you can call me Lee. Lee. Okay. okay yeah. Lee. Cool. Um. Lee, but what anyway, you, Lee, what do you do? Forgive my ignorance. What do you? What do no, you no, do? no. Yeah, I think that's part of the the yeah. anonymity. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I right. mean, I mean your brand online. Oh, uh, yeah. It's kind of a, um, you know, just kind of a, a little project for. I keep seeing, you know, all these accounts, right? All these guys in Liberty community. It seems like once a week, somebody gets deleted. Somebody prominent, and. Uh, you know, whenever that happens, like there's there's the potential for, for a big loss of of knowledge. Like like a lot of people are just shit posters, but some people are actually putting out some some really useful information. We we already of, casting shade at the ho- at the at one of the co-hosts. <laughs> I, 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 I'm saying I, you know, nothing. I figured I'd just get at it right out of the gate. You know? <laughs> some of them just shit posts. Take the shots. Take all the shots you need. I, you know, shit posting, subtweeting, all you know. <laughs> it's been a while yeah, it's so, been a wild month and a half on twitter my friend <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. just cutting this down immediately <laughs> it's been wild yeah. yeah but but there's uh you know like this this uh like virginia is a good example you know a lot of uh you know there's a lot of organization that takes place kind of in the clear on things yeah. like like instagram or facebook or twitter and, uh, you know, we're kind of at the mercy of, you know, these big tech companies. You know, we've, right. we've got, you know, Twitter can just, you know, wipe somebody out. Like, you look at uh, what happened with Zero Hedge the other day. Yeah, yeah dude. That, so they yeah, got wiped I mean, off the map by, who is it? Buzzfeed? Somebody silly. Yeah, yeah. Some guy from BuzzFeed. Some, uh, you know, some whatever. Some loser what was, from BuzzFeed. What was the what was the actual problem? I mean, I know I kind of get what, like, Zero Hedge is pretty averse to... Or a lot of people don't like Zero Hedge, but what was their actual punishment? Like, what was the, the, the actual crime that was listed? Well, Corona, they apparently you know okay. uh, published some information about the coronavirus, uh, some type of, you know, theory about the origin. I think it was relating to, uh, you know, don't, don't quote me on this, but I, I think they were saying that it was like a uh, like a bioweapon that had escaped from the lab. I have the, yeah, news, I have the news article. And by the way, we will be saying that in a few episodes, so it's not really that out of line uh. it, yeah right uh <laughs> you know so yeah they posted that information and boom you know you're gone and those, those that's crazy just a, just a lot of traffic and and now it's gone and so like all those artifacts that if you were 
uh, say just kind of starting to, to take the red pill or go down the rabbit hole uh, that you would normally have stumbled across, you know, that's gone. And yeah. unless, you know, unless, you know, you somehow have that information archived off site, like Zero Hedge, of course, has their their own website and things like yeah. that. But, but the only real way to insulate yourself from that threat is, you know, to just have your own platform. And, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, to, to have like a, a Twitter or, or an Instagram or anything like that. But for things that I think are important, like how to 3D print something or, uh, you know, guides about maintaining privacy or interacting with law enforcement or things like that. Uh, to me, it kind of makes sense to just keep that somewhere where Jack or, you know, Zuckerberg can't just, you know, snap their fingers and have deleted. Yeah, and, nice. you know, so that's an aspect of it. And, and the other aspect of it is just kind of, um, you know, some of these guys have something to say, you know what I mean? I, I've got a few guys that just, you know, they, they hit me up in the DMs like, Hey man, you know, I, I want to write an article or something like that. And, um, you know, these guys aren't web developers. They're not designers. <laughs> You know, so, you know, like I, I pay for, for my server and, uh, you know, if they have something to say, I just, you know, uh, give them author credentials and let them write something out. Yeah. Um, so it's, it, th that's the idea, you know, and then, and then of course, just, you know, my share of, of shit posting too. <laughs> You're falling on the sword. <laughs> right, right, right. Absolutely. And, and what, and, and what realm of shit posting is this? <laughs> uh, you know, it's the, the ninth realm. You're you're still probably two or three levels below that, but oh, wow. it's, it's the night round. This is like way too big, buddy. Way too big dick <laughs> to come into this show. Too big dick on a on a, on a Monday evening. Yeah, I, I dig it. That's good. My God, <laughs> you're getting a, a printer car. You're getting a. Tell me about this. Yeah, yeah. I've just, I I think that's kind of my next little project. Uh, what uh, is that? What is we, that? What's that? What is the printer that you're getting? Well, it's a, it's called a, it's a, it's called a Creality Ender Three, and that's probably the one that I'm going to purchase. But it's, it's, it's a 3D printer that allows you to, well, print 3D objects out of, out of like plastic, like plastic, um, plastic. Right. So you can fashion anywhere from, for instance, like what Lee was saying earlier. Like, there's like kind of annoying household items that that you may need for, in, like. In my scenario, if I were to build a ham radio antenna, you'd need like a, a couple of like insulator products mm -hmm. that if you could fabricate them in your own home would just make things like very, very easy and you could do them in a custom way. Um, but then anything up to, you know, uh, like Lee's, Lee and, and that whole crowd on on um, Twitter and Keybase, et cetera, just that squad, they're 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 printing um, uh gun gun parts you know and, and so it's it's kind of like this really new burgeoning realm of um self-reliance and and this intersection of of anti-authoritarian ideals with actually rubber hitting the road kind of uh building mentality which is really really cool and what are you gonna right. do what are you gonna do with it car like what do you plan on if i may i guess yeah. you may not want to reveal too many of your trade I'm gonna secrets. print butt plugs and send them to you that's yeah, what i do sure so you're just gonna do <laughs> the real same wide, thing real wide ones you're gonna do the same thing girthy. you've been doing yeah, for yeah the past. girthy butt plugs and send them to queens <laughs> do the same the same thing you've been doing for the past two weeks yeah yeah <laughs> except that i'm just gonna be making them now rather than buying them, them as you <laughs> as you said it would ease the process <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's just these annoying household items that, that oh, if I could just fabricate yeah. them here, it just really lubricates the process. What 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 would you really use? see this is my problem. I don't know what I, I want to get one. 
I just have no yeah. idea what I would use it for in my daily. Because I feel is that this is like a Bitcoin thing, kind of where you have to participate in it constantly in order to really make a difference with it. Um, well, I think I think it's. I think it's it's a it's it's taking stuff. Lee and I were talking about this before you hopped on, but it's kind of like it. I think that this or the things that stem from this in the next five, ten years, or maybe even shorter, are going to be really, really are going to be like right now. I think it's kind of like some, on the continuum of cool to useful. It's probably a lot more cool than it is useful, right. sort of. But but in the next few years, I think that slider moves, and while it's still going to be cool, it could be incredibly useful. And and or will be incredibly useful where you have the power to make all of these things at home. The print times are probably going to come down. The accuracy is probably going to go up. The cost is going right. to come down. And so all of these things that you like, like, for instance, like I know you can you can like I saw people like printing phone cases and and mm -hmm. and, and it seems okay. like really off the wall to think about, you know, all these little household items that you use um, being just as simple as like downloading it a, a file from the Internet and sending it to your printer. Oh, man. But um, you could have, like, yeah, I think, infinite I think customization. it's going to be a lot less niche and like um, quirky oh. uh, in whatever forms it takes in the next five years. I, I would say that's, that's what I would say. That's cool. You could print like accessories and like, yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. And probably a lot more. I mean, the, the, the bounds will be right. determined by whatever, you know, whatever you can turn into plastic, you could print, right? I guess. Yeah, so basically. Can... I mean, right now, the, the, the main choke point from a, from a technological standpoint is just the ability to produce design files. Like, yeah. you know, the, the actual, you know, buying a printer, setting it up, printing some things. It's not the easiest thing in the world, but you know, it, it it's attainable. But, you know, actually taking the time to kind of uh, teach yourself how to design CAD files is uh, right now really kind of the biggest choke point in the community. There, there's yeah. only a handful of guys. I, I'm not one of them. There's there's probably seven or eight guys that are able to produce uh, these design files with some real proficiency. Uh -huh. And, those, you know, the, a lot of those guys are the like the admins and the deterrence dispensed group on Keybase. Um, th those are guys like like Jay Stark and Ivan and Control Pew, mm -hmm. um, you know, who can kind of serve as that conduit for, you know, people saying, hey, we want to see this gun. And those yep. guys, you know, putting that together yeah. because anybody can print it, you know, th like that's cool, but it yep. doesn't solve the problem of getting those design files to begin with. If you had to. That if you had to take that a wild said, guess, that being said, that's a that's kind of a a nice choke point to have because what once you design the file for one part, it is designed and redistributable everywhere, and right. then anybody with a three D printer can can take it. And just to give the listeners a little bit of a background on what what uh, Lee's talking about, Lee, please hop in wherever I drop the ball here. But basically, what you need to do is if you're if you're replicating a part, let's say you're printing something for like a Glock frame or something like that, all of that 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 the frame for that gun is going to have. Uh, you're going to have to produce it with software in all of the exact dimensions. So right. you produce it in a CAD like program, and then you have to have a, a program that translates that CAD file into something that the 3d printer can use to reproduce. And it's called a slicer. Correct. And, and so it just, it, that slicer, basically you're going to be building up this Glock frame or this, you know, uh, chess piece or ham radio insulator uh, piece from the ground up using slices that are varying widths and geometries so that it helps build this complete 3d image. It's, it's, it's really, really interesting. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's correct. The, the slicing programs are, 
uh, comparatively straightforward. That's reasonably simple to, you know, take one of those design files, slice it up, and, uh, you know, drop the SD card into your printer. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that that's accurate. But, yeah, right now the big choke point is just, uh, just for, for the most part, designers. Yeah. You know, there's, yeah. there's right. a lot of... Uh, you know, some of the, a lot of the other common uses for these things, um, you know, people who play tabletop games, you know, like if, if mm-hmm. you're in like Dungeons and Dragons, people make like props and uh, game right, pieces right, right. and characters and things like that. Uh, it's used in the medical field. People will produce like um, 3D printed uh, organs for like educational purposes and, uh, right. you know, training for uh, physicians and clinicians and th- things like that. So, I mean, there's some practical use, but right now I think it's still kind of, widely in the um kind of bleeding edge or, or maybe the early adoption phase mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what were we gonna ask bird if you had to take a um a guess like are cad files new have companies been using them on their machines forever how long has this been yeah. going on yeah so there's yeah, a lot yeah. of CAD files are yeah that's been around so there's a lot of privately held information and 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 data which if if someone were to expropriate that and put it on the internet we'd have a whole library full of interesting stuff you could you could right do that or maybe there's a market for that not that i would suggest doing that right yeah i mean if if you could uh you know do the do the same thing with uh, like fortune 500 ip cad files as a uh, it's like Aaron Schwartz did with textbook files. Oh, no. oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a hero. Yeah. Yeah. Never, never forget. But really, so, so it's, so the choke point is that there's no new stuff being produced, but potentially you could start to see sort of um, well, well, random acts right. so of espionage. Uh, uh, yeah. To, I mean, there's, there's new stuff being produced, but the, the barrier to entry is high and the pace of development is, uh, you know, it's not very fast. Like, you know, right now, uh, deterrence, uh, deterrence dispense is working on a couple of projects and the development process for these guns is, is pretty extensive. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to, uh, you know, obviously you have to obtain like a, an actual gun to work from most of the time, Mm. you know, so you actually have to have a gun and then sit there Mm -hmm. with, uh, instruments like, you know, calipers, things like that come up with the CAD file, you've got to produce like a functional copy. And then these guys will do closed uh, testing groups. They'll do like beta testing and alpha testing where they need to know, like they're, you know, I can't speak for these guys, but my impression has been that even though these guys are all anonymous and, uh, you know, apparently don't really know each other in real life, they're producing a, a pretty quality product. Like these guys yeah. are releasing things it's that amazing can't be reproduced by the average person like me, you know, like I'm, I'm just a guy with a printer. I don't design these things. And, uh, so what what, what kind of products, what kind of products are they producing? I'm not familiar with this. Uh, right now you've got in the works, um, what's called the, the FGC nine. Dude, I just saw a video that looks so badass. Right, right. It does. It's, uh, that's the, uh, the fuck gun control nine. Um, so it's a, it's an, it's an entirely, you know, home manufactured semi-automatic nine millimeter carbine. So whereas right right now, a lot of uh, 3D printed guns rely on actual gun parts to function. Like if you 3D print a Glock, you're only printing the frame. You still need an actual Glock OEM like slide and barrel. Let let me hop in to explain because I'm not sure if Bird understands it. I'm sure some of our uh, listeners don't. But basically, (laughs) what's that? 
thank you, Carr. Because yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was going, uh... <laughs> so, so here's so here's kind of the that if you see Lee's holding up a Glock frame. So, and and I'm not like a gun expert, but I, I do like understand it from a parts perspective or whatever. But so the the um, the ATF basically determines that there is one part in in a like for example in an AR-15, there's one part that's technically the firearm, and that's the regulated portion. So the so and and that that's the the lower receiver. Is right. The, yeah. For, is, for an AR-15. For an AR-15. Uh, and then it would be the, right. the frame for the Glock. Right. So, so those are the only parts that are actually regulated that you need background so checks and yada, gun, yada, all the paperwork and all that stuff. So you can basically, as long as you can make that part, everything else you can just buy off the Internet, like not like more or less anonymously if you right. want. Like it's all n- none of those things are, 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 are technically firearms. They're just accessories to firearms. So each each yeah. gun has its own part that's regulated or is it sort of a standard? It's it's kind of the difference between a um, uh, it, it's basically like a class of objects like the ATF yeah. has you know it's some, like, some point it'd be like have, bird it'd be like it would be like saying like the steering wheel is what makes a car and right, every right. car has a different steering wheel but that's the oh part that they, okay but it is that like, one but, so that's the receiver yeah. right okay right right, right exactly like it, at some point the ATF. And, you know, the, the federal government has to sit down and actually write out how they're going to define these terms. And so you kind of come up with arbitrary, uh, you know, concepts like, hey, this houses uh, the trigger assembly or the bolt or, you know, whatever. And so that's the receiver. So that is what, you know, people need to do paperwork for. Mm-hmm. And, and cars correct everything else. You know, you, you can go online and buy a Glock barrel and ship it straight to your house and it's, it's not going to raise any eyebrows you know at least you can in most states I, you know i'm in a gun-friendly state and i don't know uh i'm sure it's probably stricter somewhere it, it, you're, you're up north uh bird so New i York, think you yeah. probably couldn't do that probably uh, not <laughs> right <laughs> right but you know most widely across the united states you can order you know a glock barrel a glock slide uh recoil spring and guide rod assemblies all, all these everything else that you need to fill in the blanks uh, you you can just hop online and buy that from uh, you know gun parts distributors like Brownells or Midway, and uh, you know it's pretty easy. You can just pay with a uh, you know you can pay with like a prepaid you know debit card or uh, you know ship it somewhere that's not your house or you know whatever. I mean it's pretty easy to uh, you know do that anonymously. So the only thing that three D printing is filling in the gap for for a lot of these is just that one regulated part. You know, so instead of needing to go to a gun store and fill out uh, a purchase, like a, a firearm purchase transaction record, um, a 4473, you can just skip that. You can just print it in your, your workshop or your garage and then put your gun together and you're off to the races. Uh, so now was this a problem because it's made of plastic? Did that cause early on? Was that the part that we kept breaking yeah. every time it would fire because it was yeah, plastic? Right. Like, like. Correct. Like the first, uh, like the, the liberator pistol, the 3d printed gun that Cody Wilson developed, um, and, and shot back in 2013. Uh, you know, that gun is, is basically entirely plastic. Like the, the barrel's plastic. It, it has a metal firing pin, but the, 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 basically the whole gun is plastic. Sure. Um, and that's, it's more of a proof of concept. Like it's not built to last. Like okay. you know, no one is going to, uh, go have like a fun day at the range with, with a liberator pistol. No one's going to, 
you know, ship them to Hong Kong or, or anything like that because it's not practical. But it really started the snowball of people looking at that and going, hey, you know, what if we develop this and, uh, you know, kind of work on this? And it's at the point now where you can produce, you know, a Glock 17, you can produce uh, a number of pretty commonly available handguns and just fill in the gaps with unregulated parts. And you've got a gun that, you know, really is probably like 90% there. You know, the, the only real drawback to the 3D printing aspect of it is the material, the the most kind of go-to material. It's it's a, it's called a filament, and uh, the most common one is, is something that's referred to as PLA. Uh, and I, I won't go into the details about it, but basically it doesn't, you know, stand up to heat very well. Like the, the whole concept behind uh, this type of 3D printing um, this FDM 3D printing is, is what it's called, um, is that the filament goes into the printer, it gets heated up, so it gets soft, and it can be manipulated right. by the, the printer, yeah. you know, and then it gets deposited out onto the print bed, and it cools off, and it hardens back up. So that's not super conducive to shooting a gun, because, you know, as you shoot it, the gun heats up, and then the frame melts, you know, basically. Like, it, it's not going to, like you know, come apart in your hands, but it'll start to deform and then it, it's the gun's going to malfunction and it won't cycle anymore. Um, so the weakness of it is just that it's not really great for like hard use. Like you, you could absolutely have this 3D printed Glock and carry it for personal protection and, you know, you're probably going to be fine. But, you know, it's not anything that it would be like military grade, like a, an actual Glock 19 where you don't have to worry about that issue. So that that's the big like practical drawback right, right. now. But there's more and more of an ability to print with materials that don't have those limitations. It's a little more expensive uh, and it's a little more bleeding edge, but uh, you're able to print at this point with like like a glass filled polymer and things like that. It's more in line with traditional gun manufacturing. So, uh, you know, I would be surprised if, if two years from now, this is even an issue. Wow. Okay. That's that because I birdie may not be uh, as in tune on on the the gun side, but that that is like the um, the argument that I see, or I don't even want to call it an argument because it's just the same stupid shit I see on my timeline over and over and over again. Is somebody shooting a three D printed uh, weapon, and then some idiot fud coming in being like, well, like you know, noting that it's made out of plastic and not metal, and then just we just continue on from there through you know nine tweets of insanity mm. but that that's like the but i mean it, it to be fair it is a legitimate concern of, of saying like the quality here like perhaps i wouldn't you know deploy to the jungle with a 3d printed you know weapon right, right now in the year of our lord 2020 but these are the steps that need to happen in order for us to progress forward into um into a place where where we can achieve that quality in the home which is uh, a tremendous concept especially when you think about the price i mean getting it like those 3d printer i can't believe you can get a 3d printer for 200 bucks now brand new yeah and and like where is that going to be in two years and the secondary market is going to start to open up and you're i mean my lord man you know you're looking at just bottoming out prices not only for guns but for a lot of consumer items i bet it's that's a it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be right right it's almost uh it's kind of a logical next step of the internet overall Uh, i mean if you look at you know freely distributed information you know saying hey you can make whatever uh whatever statement or comment or account or website or whatever you want to make 
you know, that's all intangible. Now it's saying, hey, look, with the internet and this type of thing, now you can make, you know, household items in your home, uh, you know, or guns or whatever, whatever you want to do. It, it really is uh, just distributed manufacturing. And, you know, it, it's nice. Uh, you know, it's interesting, too, because it's just it's capable enough to produce like a, a viable product. But it's it's still in like the earlier phases where, you know, it's not all like Internet of Things and connected to Google yeah. and all that kind of thing. You know, it, yeah. it's really kind of uh, kind of air gapped by default, if you will. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it, it's really, really cool uh, time period to be involved in this because now it's like like I'm not hardcore enough to be involved in 3D printing in 2013, 14, 15, 16. But now I feel like I'm right. just hardcore enough to, to be involved in a meaningful way where I can actually glean the the, the fruits of my labor rather than just being frustrated. And, Man, uh, I must be know. pretty. I must still be pretty soft then. <laughs> yeah, you're soft. Yeah, you're pretty, pretty soft. soft. Pretty soft. We and I were actually talking about that before you hopped on. Oh, well, great. <laughs> we were calling you soft bird. So, uh, how dare you? <laughs> bird and narrow. Uh, I, my problem here is, and this is the problem inevitably that gets brought up every time, and I, please, I don't want to sound like one of these internet cretins, but the question is, what if they start regulating bullets? <laughs> what do we, like, is that a feasible thing? And if it is, how do you get no. the bullet? No, no I, I mean, like, are bullets very easy to make? Uh, they're very easy to assemble. Like, oh, really? Yeah, oh. I mean, people people uh, have been reloading their own ammunition uh, since since ammunition originated. Uh, yeah. You know, and like, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm I do not reload ammunition uh, myself just because I have, like I said, I'm in a gun friendly place. I have easy access to it. Um, so it's not practical for me. Can you can you excuse but, my ignorance? What do you mean by reload ammunition? Like the same right. so, shell? Right. So, so uh, like a, a, a cartridge, for instance, like take take a uh, nine millimeter, you know, handgun cartridge. Okay. Uh, there, there's really only like four main components to that. Mm. There's the actual shell casing, which is the brass, you know, shiny part that flies out of the gun mm -hmm. after it fires. Mm. Uh, and then there's the actual bullet, of course, then, you know, between, uh, like in, inside the brass, you have the, uh, you know, the actual charge, which is where your powder goes and, uh, it's set off by a primer. So, uh, which basically, uh, think Looney Tunes, you know, you, you hit it with a hammer and it goes, goes so it's, boom. So it's basically but, four ingredients. Yeah. Right. More, more or less, you know, and there, there's of course more to it than that if, if you get into it, but really those those four things are what composes a cartridge just the the, the casing the primer uh the, the powder and the, the projectile um and it's pretty pretty common that's actually kind of a uh a pretty traditional approach especially for hunters and uh you know kind of uh you know not not to go back to the bird is soft meme but like for for people who come from like a rugged background <laughs> it's uh, you know the more vehicular look, background look at it look at his look at his, look at his little shit eating grin when you yeah. said that his <laughs> fucker <laughs> uh no i mean it's it's fairly popular with hunters people who shoot uh long range precision shooting uh things like that so so all these components are commercially av available you know, you, you can walk into a lot of... Uh, I could buy gunpowder? You know, really? Yeah, you can walk into oh, a lot of Bass nice. Pro Shops and buy reloading components. Oh, nice. Uh, 
Yeah, it's it's kind of a uh, you know it's kind of uh, kind of a self correcting issue because if you're bad at it, you know your your stuff's gonna blow up in your face, and you know if you're good <laughs> at it, then you know it, it takes a lot of work. You know it's time consuming to to produce. So you're you're you know. So they just you know, so miss, mainly, I mean. If they okay, so mainly they just won't ban those things. That's just not possible. I mean, it would be uh, unreasonable. I mean, the government yeah. can try and ban anything, of course. Yeah, yeah they sure. they can write it on paper and say, you know, poof, there's no more ammo. But a lot of people, you know, are are just sitting on thousands of rounds of ammo. Uh, you know, just right. regular people. I mean, ammo will usually compete with your 401k in terms of, you know, re- returns over time. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's just readily available and it's it's reasonably simple to produce out of, you know, the piecemeal components. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a viable threat. I don't want to, you know, be, uh, you know, casual about it. If the government said, hey, no more ammo, you know, you would definitely not be able to just walk into, you know, a, a, a Bass Pro Shops or you know, a dick sporting goods or something like that. And, uh, you know, and buy it off the shelf, but there's a lot of ammo out there and there's a pretty good, pretty good capability, pretty good, uh, potential for just producing your own. I think, I think basically the, the long and short of it is bird. There's a lot other more effective ways to attack. Yeah. Um, there's like a lot more weaker points to it of attack than, than trying to outlaw ammo. Okay. Yeah, I know it sounds, it's like a silly, but I figured I would ask. Um, no, it's I mean, it's a good question. All right, the other question is: so um, I'm going to take a wild guess here and say that you're an anarchist, uh, <laughs> and so sure, yeah, my, we can we can go with that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to take a wild, I'm going to take a wild guess. Um, regardless, um, are you are we going to be satisfied if everyone has a 3D printer in their home, or is 3D printing like a for like for an anarchist, for a libertarian, for a I mean, really, anybody who's anti-government. Is it ultimately just, can we get everybody to start doing, like, I don't know what, what it's called, but metal printing with the metal instead of plastic? What is that called? When the, the machines that... CNC. Uh, like, like CNC, CNC, yeah, CNC machining. So, so is, this, yeah. is this a stepping stone to, like, decentralizing that whole process, or are we happy when this is done? Uh, I mean, that's a good question. I, I don't think that... Uh, you know, like for me, like, you know, most people don't want a 3D printer. You know what I mean? This is kind of an esoteric thing to be into. And, uh, you know, the, the big impetus for this is, is just increasing uh, efforts at anti-gun legislation. And so, you know, if you care about guns, then, yeah, this you might benefit from having this. But if you're just the everyday person, you know, if, if you're uh, not into guns or you, you don't care one way or the other or you know, whatever, um, it doesn't really solve a problem for, for those people. It doesn't, you know, solve like this big lingering issue, but it does open the capability for people to do what they want, uh, which, which I, I think is the main appeal for it. Okay. I'm trying to think like, well, what, how do we get rid of the government with this? <laughs> how do we, how do we throw them <laughs> well, out? It can, well, you know, there's the, the popular train of thought that the government can just kind of be ignored out of existence. I'd like you know, that. Like, I'd hey, like to try that. It, but it, it's easier to ignore the government when you can 3D print a minigun in your basement. Yeah, <laughs> right. So so the ability, uh, you know, to just manufacture your own home goods and manufacture your own firearms is definitely a big step towards ignoring yeah. uh, the government. Sure. Like, yeah. 
<clears throat> and it's also a big step at making the government look foolish. You know, if yeah. you uh, follow kind of the history of uh, defense distributed and, and Cody Wilson, uh, you know, he really did a pretty good job of, of kind of making the government look like the group of fools that it is. I mean, he got a license from the State Department to produce, uh, you know, the, these uh, machines, the ghost gunner machines, and it released the CAD files. Uh, that, you know, they had, uh, you know, developed or assembled and compiled, things like that. And then the government fought itself over it. And he was able to just be like, hey, look, you know, you idiots make up your mind. I've already released this to the public. You guys can yeah. fight about it amongst yourselves for the next 10 years in court. And in the meantime, you know, these people are going to be making their own guns in their own garages. Uh, and not only can you not do anything about it, really, but you, you don't even know where it's taking place. Yeah. So, right. yeah, I mean, it, it, I it mean, is definitely useful in that aspect. Pushing okay. power down and decentralizing it is is always good, and in, in my opinion. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's what this is about. That's this is about bringing power back down to the individual, um, right. or even the community. If your neighbor has a three D printer, you don't necessarily need one. Maybe like you know, I mean, if you've got or a three D printing uh, club or something like that, you know. But just having the ability to bring that back down to a very local and perhaps individual level, I think is, is really like fun. I mean, we've, we've seen when you, when you step back and you think about since 2009 or 2010, I mean, just we'll take 2009, the, the, you know, the Genesis block for Bitcoin um, to now the just absolute explosion in the, in the space of, of kind of individual sovereignty um, is just absolutely bananas, absolutely bananas. And, and we're, you know, we're sitting here 10 years later, basically, and we're talking about 3D printing weapons in in your home. <laughs> you know, it's wild. Right, right. And, you know, and crypto has a place in this too. I mean, uh, some of the components for these 3D printed guns uh, are commonly purchased with, uh, with crypto. Like some of yeah. these guys manufacture some of the metal components. And, uh, you know, for obvious reasons, you just maybe want to conduct that business, you know, uh, on, yeah. you know, in, encrypted chat with crypto and, uh, you know, so that has a place too. It kind of ties in here uh, as well. You know, uh, that's kind of the, you know, it's a different leg of it, but it's like, Hey, if I can make my own stuff and I don't need this, the central banking system or your financial yeah. system, uh, then that's, you know, all the better. Same energy, same ethos. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, man, it, it, this is just super exciting stuff. I'm really, really excited. I hope if there's anybody out there, like any listeners that were thinking about taking the jump, I, I'd encourage you to take the jump with me because I think I, I was telling Lee, I think before we were recording, I think I'm going to get this, uh, the, that Ender 3 probably in the next two or three months. I hope, I'm hope i hoping to have it going before Childerberg in May. Um, oh, bring down some least, merch, some printed Childerberg merch. Yeah, maybe I'll make some butt plugs for Childerberg. Oh. <laughs> hey, you could do like the first print. Of our first yeah. piece of merch. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. There you go. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I'd love to to go that route with a with anybody listening to this or or whatever. But uh it sounds like there's a there's a whole squad of people wedding you know, waiting to uh help out where it's needed um as they can and uh and guide the the newbies through, it sounds like. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I mean right now you have um you know, right now the the big big app to use is called Keybase. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a large uh, group in there. It's deterrence dispensed. Um, you know, the name kind of implies a, a spinoff from Defense Distributed, mm-hmm. but there, there's you know there's no uh, official affiliation or anything. 
Um, but yeah, there, there's like over 5,000 people in there right now. Oh, wow. Holy and, shit. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's, it's big. And there's, uh, you know, there's, of course, a general chat, but then there's separate chats for, you know, different uh, subtopics. And, you know, if you buy one of these printers, uh, you know, set it up, join Keybase, find the team, deterrence dispensed. Um, you know, there's going to be somebody in there who can answer your question, you know, yeah. on um, uh, Control Pew has a, uh, a pretty comprehensive series of guides on his website. That guy's awesome. I really like that guy. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good dude. And uh, he's got everything up there, even even how to get into designing your CAD files, uh, which, which is, you know, pretty handy. So there's a lot of resources there. There's a lot of resources. Uh, Jay Stark, one of the admins, uh, has a 3D printing guide that he updates pretty regularly. I have a copy of it on my website. Um, you know, so it, it's his guide, but I, I messaged him. He told me I could could publish it on, on my website cool. uh, as well. Uh, so, yeah, if you, if you go to controlpew.com, if you go to inblockpress.com, um, if you join Keybase and, uh, you know, just look around in the, the public uh, uh, repository of files there, you know, you're going to be able to find um, – some really good resources for getting started and it's going to be geared for, uh, printing guns. So, you know, you, you should be able to find, uh, you definitely should be able to get your foot in the door. If, if anybody's listening and is kind of on the fence about taking the jump, uh, you know, it's, it's probably legal to do where you are. I mean, this is, you know, making guns in your house has been legal, you know, forever. It's only just now become kind of a, a popular topic of debate. So I would say to anybody, you know, it, it's worth it to take the plunge. It's relatively inexpensive compared to, you know, the normal cost of handguns. You know, I mean, shooting is not a inexpensive hobby. So, you know, you're going to spend some money, but you know, a few hundred bucks you're in the door and you've, you've got a gun and uh, you know, it, it's really a great community. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that that is one thing that I've noticed about the 3d printing gun community is that it's like, it's kind of like the gun community, but it's way more like, my speed like like there, mm-hmm. there there's a, a lot more of like i was gonna say there's an air of oh i don't give a fuck <laughs> yes yes right it's right like, huh? stuffy autistic like yeah, like, right. yeah. Like, it, it's very like they're like people will make jokes at their own expense like uh, a lot more frequently it's a little bit more nihilist the regular like, gun community the regular gun community is like the football team and then the printing gun community is like the goths <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah, no. I and the more I get into it, like they're they're like way more approachable. You know, it's it's uh, it's, so I'm 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 excited to dive into that. I was telling you Lee, that I, I made a key, I'm in the process of making a key base thing, and um, yeah. I'll probably be in that group fairly shortly. But um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to explore all the a the community just because I like weird niche communities and and, right, and right. like satisfies a lot of the uh, you know a lot of that. But uh, also be just like I'm excited to print some shit in my own home. Like that's uh, that's a really really exciting prospect and really um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, man. I mean, I really want to know what I, you're gonna print first. <laughs> I told you I want to print first. <laughs> you need to send me some dimensions. The printer bed's only about nine ten inches wide. <laughs> okay, so we, yeah, we might have to get two printers and oh, run them in parallel. Oh man! All right, we'll do a side by side. <laughs> so so the uh the i don't know i, I thought it was kind of neat uh the, the fun thing about the ender three uh is that you know when you've got it assembled some of your first prints are usually 
uh, component upgrades for the actual hardware Dude, of the printer. So that was the coolest thing. I watched a video on it. That's yeah. so so cool. Like just the concept yeah, of that. Is. I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. Like the yeah. the, inter, the, yeah. the fan intake and like all that. Right, shit. right. Anyway, keep yeah, going. Exactly. Keep exactly. Going. Yeah. No, it's awesome. So that usually that's like the first thing that people print is some upgrades. Uh, you know, and and really, if if you watch the videos that are in um, Jay Stark's guide. Uh, you know, the setup isn't, isn't that difficult and, uh, you know, and, and you're really off to the races and it, it just feels cool when the, you know, something comes off the bed for the first time and you're like, fuck yeah, you know, this worked out. Everything's yeah. perfect. You know, I mean, it, it's pretty awesome. And then you drop it in the box with, you know, mailing address to Queens and, you know, birds <laughs> going to enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's nice cause you have various like infill, uh, methods. So like you can put, you can fill that thing with different shapes. Yeah. Um, and if you wanted to, you could carve out like a little box for like a small vibrating motor and a nine volt battery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew that was leading somewhere. I was like, it doesn't seem like he's giving real information right now. <laughs> oh, well, we just need to give, you know, we need to give the listeners all the information that they need. Figure out the legalities of uh, printing a receiver in my home for New York State. <laughs> uh, just to know what I'm contending with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, you, you probably wouldn't. Uh, I, I don't know that it's legal in New York. Uh, I don't know. know. I don't know much of what is legal in New York. Not much. Yeah, right. To fucking yeah. Maybe I'll do it down yeah, in Childerberg. <laughs> Maybe yeah, you can yeah. do it down in Texas and then take it back to New York. Yeah, I'll, I'll, right. I'll, uh, I'll walk back. Whatever. <laughs> right. You know, add, add some interstate trafficking to that. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'm making a federal crime. <laughs> right. Bird, that, the last episode of the Vagcast is when Bird goes to jail for printing a bud plug oh, in Texas. Oh, title, 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 title. It's Bird Goes Federal. <laughs> And that's it. And then you put Aaron in, and then you keep going. Yeah, yeah my yeah, memory. Swap him in. You keep, and then maybe, maybe once a year, you guys do an annual Patreon uh, fundraiser for me, and I, maybe I'll open up a Twitter <laughs> yeah. account where I'll take pictures yeah. of the notes I write. Jailbird, yeah. Christ, yeah, we, <laughs> fuck. You just, just subtweet you every time a Ross Ulbricht. I was gonna say I'm gonna be. Yeah, se- yeah I'm gonna or start. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm gonna start a subtweet war with Ross Ulbricht. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you ain't the only one in prison. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh fuck! Now I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. God, uh, man. All right. That yeah. was. I mean, look. I I really like it. It seems like in in the in the, in the hierarchy of civil disobedience, uh, 3D printing still seems like it's quite low and far away from being where I would like it to be but it is right hey it's a technology that's developing and and like i like car i think you said it you know if we're getting 3d printed for 200 dollars now i can't imagine I yeah i really can't imagine i think that's what i think that's what any everybody that's involved i would assume probably sees it much the same way that i see it is like i'm not looking at it like what is 3d printing like on february 3rd of 2020 i'm oh, like okay this is going to be something incredible. Oh, I sure hope so. In not, that, sure in not so. that long. I yeah, I sure hope so. But it's gonna take all of you know. It's gonna take us onboarding and like learning and building and and contributing to to get to that point. You know, it's I'm not gonna, like it's. it's uh, I'm not gonna build anything good, <laughs> but I'll get the printer. I'll get the printer. Though. 
I'm I'm only going to build things I can put on the private accounts. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But yeah, no, I I think the, I think the, uh, again, it's just, it's just bringing power back down. And, uh, and that's, I think the, the future of it is because there's stuff that's going to spin off of that, that that we don't even see at this point. Yeah. You know, right. Like, like you're correct bird that it's low on the scale of civil disobedience. Like this is not, you know, Virginia, this isn't a civil rights uh, movement uh, type thing. Not you know, that it has. Maybe I was wrong. I, I Not that it has to be. It's, I, it's that's just like, the uh, stuff that makes me excited, you know? Well, well, right, right. But I mean, post, uh, like, it's almost, you know, I, I don't know. It's almost like post uh, civil disobedience. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, the government wouldn't like this, whatever. Like, I'm just going to print this in my fucking house. Like, I'm yeah, going to sure. go out. To, to say fuck the government anymore, I can just I can just do this at home, which sure. I love. It's avoidance I, rather than. Cody rather Wilson kind of did end that whole conversation, huh? He, when he said, "When I mean, like, it's funny how he had a mic drop moment, and it sort of did stop the whole civil disobedience yeah. aspect of it." Everybody was like, "He's right. <laughs> he's he's yeah. right. We don't really yeah. need to fight at all for this one." Right, right. It's, it's, it's kind of triumphant. You know, Right, it's like a like an introvert's version of civil disobedience. Yeah, yeah I, I, I dig it. Actually, yeah. Well, that's what agorism is, right? Isn't that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, well, right, is- right, and and you know, like uh, that's that's a part of this too. Is that you know you have these uh, uh, they're called gun bounties where people will you know if they decide, hey, I, I would pay you know X amount of uh, money to be able to three D print like a certain design, uh, you know, so I'll contribute you know, maybe 50 bucks or 500 bucks or something to this uh, Bitcoin account. And if a designer feels that the pot is right, uh, they can undertake the project. And if they print a functional version, you know, they, they take it, Uh, you know, so it's it's really a community based approach, uh, you know, to that, like, Hey, who's, who's going to make this new design. And and that's, um, it kind of goes back to what you said, car about the gun community, uh, and how this is a little different from the normal gun community. Yeah. You know, the, the average gun community is very centered on like, you know, who are you? How tough are you? What's your background? Mm-hmm. And uh, if, if you're less than me, you know, I'm going to be condescending or. Yes. Yeah. It's just a bunch of FUDs. And it's like, you know, unless you were a nom, I'm not even going to give you the time of day, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, this group is very focused on the future. Like, hey, what yeah. are you doing for this? Like, how are you making a contribution? Uh, which is something that I think is is really awesome. Yeah, no, I, I, I've already been kind of like enamored with it, even though I haven't even, de- you know, dove in with, with two feet yet. But um, it just because the spirit is so much more aligned with like my spirit. It's like just build something that works. Like you know, I, I don't need to sit here and fucking like argue over whether it's called a magazine or a clip or whatever. Like I, I don't really give a shit at the end of the day. <laughs> right. It's like what, what, what yeah. happens? Like what happens in my hands? Like what happens to this projectile? Like what happens right, right. downrange? Like uh, that, that's all I care about. I care about building. I don't, I don't really give a shit about your stupid fucking nomenclature and your, you know, your right. rules and all that shit. Like, like I, I, yeah. I, I, I like building, you know, and, and yeah. I want to build shit. For sure. You know, and I, and I wonder, uh, you know, I don't know, as far as the future goes, like I, like, I wonder what the implications are as far as developing countries, third worlds, uh, yeah. things like that. That's interesting. Because, I mean, you, yeah, like you look at, uh, you know, you look at cell phones and, you know, we, we obviously have, uh, you know, we're sitting pretty good in America, yeah. you know, but, but there's places where like, you know, that in recent years became 
uh, pervasive and, and information started to flow freely. And you look around the world, I mean, there's a lot of countries where there's just persistent civil unrest, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and technology plays a role in that. So, you know, for us, like, you know, just, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know, I don't have to be like depressing about it or anything, but the $200 barrier to entry for a 3D printer almost guarantees you're not going to get fucked with by the cops because you're not, you know, a suspicious looking guy out on the street and things like yeah. that. Like you, you can sit at home if you, if you have the $200, you can sit at home and print fucking, you know, auto sears that convert your rifles to machine guns. And, and no one is, is really going to look into that you right. know, unless you're, unless you're stupid about it. I saw uh, that, 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 that you're talking about the little piece that you put in the air 15. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, right. Fucking madness, man. That's yeah, I mean, it, it takes it's it's a it's a short print. It's like sixty cents worth of material. Yeah, you know, it, it takes you know less than an hour to print that, and uh, <laughs> not that I would know, of course, I would no, project uh, that it or even have an air to begin with. I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah, not right. under my uh, bed. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, they knock on not. your door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, do you have an AR-15 in here? Shit, not in, not in the closet over there. I do not. No, absolutely not in the closet. Absolutely Certainly not. not absolutely that, not in that uh, piece of grass with a dog grave over it. Absolutely not. I don't have any guns in there. <laughs> absolutely not. Rover. Absolutely not in that oversized Webster's Dictionary. I don't have a pistol. <laughs> It's like five feet long Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> it's a fully automatic pistol. <laughs> You're like that's like your thing is like you hide guns in the most like bizarre like like oh, yeah. like novelty items like uh -huh. a vase that's the exact size and shape of an AR-15. Hey, hey, car, go open up that globe and it's a nuclear weapon. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. That's good. Yeah. Uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, developing countries, you know, you look at what's going on in France and Chile and, you know, these, these countries uh, don't really have like a, you know, people don't have access to guns, but they're, they're way more willing to go out there and just like commit violence. <laughs> yeah, Which, that's the well, that, that yeah, interesting. Right, but, 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 the right, French, the like, French like, know how are. to get down. They have always known how yeah. to get down. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, like, like you know, we, we had uh, Virginia the rally, which, which you know, I thought was a, a success. Yeah, you know, uh, it's it sent I think a good message. There was no real incidents. No, uh, you know, but like you, you know, the stakes were pretty high there, and nothing happened. Right. You know, at least not yet. You know, and then hopefully nothing will, of course. But like, you look at Chile and like. You know, these guys are going to burn down the fucking subway system over like a 40 yeah. cent rate hike. Right. You know, so, so if, you know, if 3D guns get into that type of market, you know, right. what does that mean? You know, the, yeah. the implications for that are pretty significant. And it's almost, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, I mean, you, you guys obviously know how the, uh, you know, our government, the U.S. government has been pretty involved in subverting you know, authorities in Central and South Absolutely. American countries in the, the last yeah. half century. Like, what are we going to do when we're just exporting, you know, fucking 3D printed Glocks over the right. internet, you know, to, to, <laughs> to Chile and Brazil just inadvertently, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. there's, a, there's I mean, a real risk that, the, you know, the anarchist and agorist community could, could actually... I don't understand. I don't CIA understand if someone. <laughs> we're, we're literally, dude. The, the the capability of us to be literally the agorists and like online nihilistic cyberpunks to be fighting a proxy war with the CIA in Chile. That sounds amazing. See, here's the thing. 
if somebody could just get a boat, right? I would live on a boat and that distribute. Is an insane concept. I would live on a boat and distribute uh, uh, weapons to various countries at all times. 3D print them on the boat, deliver them, drop them off in Yemen, leave, come back two years later, give them more, leave. It's good. It's a good business. People need weapons. That is a that's an insane. <laughs> what you want to go fight a proxy war with the CIA like some kind of fucking Tom Cruise knockoff, and I just want to get a big boat with a lot of 3D printers and um, go and distribute weapons to displaced populations. Why not both, Bird? Why not both? <laughs> like, allow Lee and I our proxy war, please. <laughs> you could be the you could be the naval component of this, Bird. Yes, yes, yes. We're a psyops. You're the naval component. <laughs> I I just think you guys aren't understanding. I just want lots of guns, and I want to yeah. give them to people. <laughs> There's no, there's no need to. There's no proxy war. We don't need. We just give the guns to people. So, so Lee and I are the army, and you're the Salvation Army. Is that what you're saying? I'm Amazon. I don't. Again, I don't. <laughs> oh, Bamazon. That's what I would be. There you go, Bamazon. That's good. And I drop that's off AR. That's a really, really funny concept of of like like dissenters around the world. Largely in seasteaders, dude. Places of unrest, probably because of the CIA getting hold of a bunch of the 3D uh, printing equ- like abilities and like fucking overthrow. <laughs> I'm t- well, you have well, to right, do it right, in international right. waters. You have to you have to seastead, and um and then you can print your guns and you can go and deliver them to the Nicaraguan people. That's what I think. <laughs> that's that's freedom. That's what this country was founded on. 3D printing right. guns on a boat with your yeah. bros. Maybe you're naked because you haven't done laundry in a little while. Maybe not. Who knows? But well, it doesn't really matter. Even it's, though you did right. do laundry recently. <laughs> you could, it's a, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a judgment-free zone. Judgment yeah, free. fine. We're off. We're, we're, we're offshore. Judgment-free. <laughs> right. International. For our boyfriends at home to hear about what we're doing out here. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, the, look, the, the potential is, is, is great for the opportunity for 3D weapons to just kind of become a thing like hey my 3d weapons guy's in town and he's got a big truck and he and he pops out a weapon <laughs> that would be fantastic it could be done the, 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 the opportunity for 3d printing uh for proxy wars with the cia and for homoerotic naval explorations here i'm seeing in it's 2020 like fucking, is it's tremendous. like the 1700s again it really is it's amazing yeah, it's very tremendous big. tremendous oh, man. <laughs> it is it is, is very, very we are very enlightened <laughs> Jesus That's a throbbing opportunity to, yeah. to explode. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Let's get our barrels out, gentlemen. Uh, I don't know if we should continue too much further after that. <laughs> yeah. You guys as an FBI agent is probably listening to this going, oh, shit. Like, why didn't we think of that? Our guard- <laughs> yeah, our guardian angel. <laughs> Do you think we've been assigned one yet, Carr? Oh God! Who knows, man? <laughs> Fucking knows. Do you probably, think we're I in some know. kind of like intern pool? <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't imagine we're assigned a full FBI agent. I can't imagine they think we're that competent. Probably, yeah. yeah. Probably like a summer intern or something like that. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. The guy who's not a special agent yet. So yeah, hey, bozo. Has, has to deal with that. Bozo. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to. Whatever you want to try and do. I have do not now and have never planted guns in my backyard at any point. <laughs> 
So, yeah. See, that would be good to throw off the scent is to get them to SWAT me so that you guys know they're coming for you next. That would be it. That would be it. We we have yeah. totally haven't thought. Glee and I weren't we're not talking. About that. <laughs> well, they're not gonna they're not yeah, gonna find anything. They're not gonna find anything here. Again, they won't be checking in any of the places where they you know I would put things if I had things. So, <laughs> all right, let's uh let's let's drive out of the uh, parking garage here, car camp. It. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do it. Lee, thank you so much for coming on. I think I, I'm not sure if you're bringing this up, Bird, but I think there might be a little bit of interference on. Lee's end. Oh, is there? Lee, uh, uh, let's find out if that's true. Do you have any plugs? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. It is true. He's becoming a robot before our very eyes. Uh, <laughs> hold on. I don't know what's causing that. I've, no, I've never on. heard it. Uh, it All right. Sounds good now. It's You're not a robot anymore. That was crazy. It was That was the uh, FBI agent going. Yeah, that was our, that was our FBI agent. <laughs> hey, I'm here, too. Actually, you know what? <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised if in some senses that could be true. So you know what? Uh, FBI agent, uh, we don't know your name, but I'm going to call you Gabriel because you're like our guardian angel. You're just out there protecting us, watching us. We really appreciate you. Uh, 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 Lee, please, any and all plugs that you have. Yeah, yeah. The website is uh, in block press. That's E-N-B-L-O-C press, like a M1 clip. Uh, inblockpress.com, uh, Twitter, Instagram, at in underscore block underscore press. And uh, that's all I got. Wow. And I'll, I'll issue an additional plug. I would say, I would say uh, to reiterate something that I was talking about on the episode, uh, anybody who's thinking about getting their feet wet but w- is intimidated perhaps by a kind of a niche community, the this the from what I've experienced, and I haven't been on the key base in the key base group, but w- w- from what I've experienced, this is a super welcoming, super friendly, super funny um, uh, community that, that I, I assume would take a newbie under their wing with, with no problem, as long as you're, you know, um, <clears throat> you're not an asshole or, or, or whatever. So, um, definitely, uh, and, and if you're thinking about getting a 3d printer in the next like two or three months, I am too. So, uh, maybe we can, we can take that road together, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Do we have anything else that we need to say before we well, log uh, off? Well, I mean, it's 2020. Childeberg is always. It's in May. Uh, you know, yeah. still get, please come to that. Uh, we'd like you to be there. Um, really big dope. plans, big plans coming up this summer. Uh, if you are an artist or know an artist who does podcast art, let us know. We may want to add some art to the podcast or something of that nature. Right, Carr? Um, yep. And, uh, you know, uh, Tell Car Campit to unlock his account because you know he talks a lot of game about <laughs> interacting with the communities, and then he doesn't do the things necessary to open uh, a visibility of his account to those communities. So perhaps we should tell him to unlock. Perhaps not. You know, respect the padlock. I understand, but drastic measures may need to be taken. And in that event, uh, Car, I'm getting a little sweaty here. If you could just, because as you know, I've been drinking. If you could just drive us out. That would be yep. Great. Yep. Well, I will say, Lee, thanks for coming coming on, and I hope that we can get you back on uh, here in a little bit. I made I, I I goaded you into making a capital expenditure on that microphone in hopes that you would try to try, try to cost average that down with multiple podcast appearances. So, um, hopefully, we could do that. Maybe yes. maybe we could do like a check in after uh, I fuck up my first block. Yeah. And, uh, and, <laughs> and you, you can roast me, but yeah, thanks thanks a bunch, buddy, and uh, and I guess until next week, keep two hands on the wheel. Oh! That was a great one.